I'm back. Today, I'm going to speak about legacy. Let me first define that for you. Google says this. Legacy is an amount of money or property left to someone in a will. And words connected to that are gift, inheritance, heritage, provision. So this is, you can kind of see mainly focusing on um, financial provision. But if you expand and like click on one of the words um, that are listed underneath the definition of legacy. So let's do that now. So I clicked on inheritance um, in Google Translate, but it didn't come up with much. So um, I have from dictionary.com their definition of inheritance. And I think this um, is a good example um, of what is connected to legacy and what it means. So this is what inheritance means. Something that is or may be inherited, property passing at the owner's death to their heir or those entitled to succeed. Legacy, the genetic characters transmitted from parent to offspring. And then it has, um, and then it goes on to say, taken collectively. Um, and then it says proportion, birthright, and then it has um, heritage, um, absolute. Oh, okay, forget that. That's, that's talking about history there, the, the heritage part. But basically, <laughs> I hope what you got from me trying to define legacy um, is something that is passed on to the next generation um, whether that be money whether that be um, you have a child they physically look like you your your physical traits are passed on whether it's uh, your character um, you know that child or it doesn't even have to be a, your child but it could be a friend you know they've picked up something that's within your character and it's passed on so it's like a piece of you um, is remembered and when I think about legacy and what the Bible says um, it's something really powerful let me actually get the scriptures that um, speak about legacy so we can kind of connect everything together Proverbs um, 13 22 I'll read the first sentence of that verse and it says a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children. Um, if you look in the book of Proverbs in general, the wisdom that is in there is priceless. Like, it never gets old. Um, and there's many other scriptures that I could use um, in, you know, talking about legacy. Um, but let's stick with what we have for now. So, essentially, my aim for those of us who are young people, young adults, is to start building a legacy now. I personally don't think you are, you're never too young to do that. Um, and if you can grasp it now, and if you can 
start to implement legacy now like not just your family but your community will also be so blessed and so impacted by the legacy that you are building and can I say for yourself to know that okay I don't know if you've accepted this but I have I'm going to die one day we all are going to die one day um, and I want to know that I've left my mark on this earth with my future family and my bag of children um, <laughs> a bag for me is five I say that because it's a lot of children anyway um, with my future family with my community um, within my faith community I want to leave my mark on this earth and it's not necessarily so my name can be on people's lips for generations to come that's not where I'm looking at it for from biblically for me if you listen to what was said the first part of the sentence says a good person leaves an inheritance like there's nowhere in that sentence that says if you kind of wanted to and just give it a consideration but leave good things for your generations to come I see it as something that the Bible is saying that God is saying you as a person have one life to live live it the best way you can and pass on your knowledge pass on finances pass on good characteristics good traits um, to your community to your family and they will be blessed by it and I think that's so important when we look at legacy because sometimes we sometimes we we don't like to think of death and I want to focus on death just for a second and a half point half when when we die as people um, I believe in the afterlife I believe in um, what the Bible says about the afterlife so I believe there is a place I will go but what is left with people excuse me oh, my throat. what is left with people is the mark our let me explain the mark um, is the experiences that they have had with us um, is where we treated them um, the influence that we also had because some people we don't do life with but some people look at our lives from a distance and they are influenced um, in some way shape or form and when we are gone and we have left this earth that is what people will remember if you leave money a house um, various properties investments that's what's left over and I'm a big believer in not just how you live your life now I'm, I'm definitely a big believer in live your life well but I'm also a big believer in how will I leave this earth how will I be remembered 
Will people remember me as someone who was rude, was arrogant, who was inconsiderate? Will people remember me as someone who um, left this earth and they feel relieved? Like, I've been to... I've been to more than one funeral, but these two funerals I'm going to speak about, and I'm not going to go into context because it's people I know, um, and I want to respect their privacy. It's it's more for the closer people around them to speak about. One person I can because it's a family member, um, but the other person, yeah, it's more for their family to speak about. Um, but I was there so I can give my experience of the funerals, but we'll go into that later. Um, but essentially I learned some major lessons um, I think between the funerals there was some time apart but they weren't that far so I was either late teen or early 20s something like that um, but essentially I learned some major lessons and there were there was a big difference in both of the funerals you can clearly see that one person was ever so loved and cherished and another person mm, not that many people was there for the funeral let's just let's just say that um not that many people was there but this other person when i say the building was packed out packed out and um i took some mental notes at both of the funerals and I remember each time after I left, after I left both of them, um, I remember I just really went back home and um, I prayed and I asked God, you know, how am I, how am I living my life? What am I going to leave behind? Because both of these people are not here with us today, but yet the way they lived their life, the way both of them lived their lives individually, um, was reflected on what was said about them at their burials, how people weeped for them, um, and can I be honest, not everybody spoke because, especially for the funeral that was packed out, it's too many people, but the fact that their presence was there was, was um, something that was, you know, needed to be noted, you know, just not even being there at someone's funeral um speaks a lot you know you don't have to say anything maybe introvert you know you may be obviously that's a time full of emotions you may be overcome with emotion but if you're not there ugh, yeah that says a lot um but essentially what i want you to understand as a young person um and you may hear me say this in more than one episode um but I'm trying to speak a lot to especially those of us who are between like 16 and 25 um, because these are the ages where a lot of times, most times, we're kind of like, we're so young, we can do whatever or, you know, um, now we're young adults, you know, we can drive and go here and there and, and just live however we want to live and I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life but I'm, I'm, I'm what I'm suggesting and what I see working in the people around me who are implementing these things and even myself 
who um you know started to implement these things um there's just a, a richness such you feel so fulfilled when you know that regardless of the age that you are at you know you're trying to leave something good left in this world and can i say this you are young now but nobody knows when i like you don't know when your time is up you actually don't um so please don't take it lightly um that if you're a teenager or you're in your early 20s mid 20s you're just gonna wait until you get to 50 or 60 and then you can start leaving legacy you don't know if you're gonna live that long that's the honest truth like yeah I'm not trying to be too morbid but it's the truth you, you actually don't know how long you're gonna live but why not leave the best on this earth before you go um so that's enough said about dead dead death oh my gosh um and let's lighten the load um so yeah legacy there's a reason why i spoke about finances character traits physical appearance influence because sometimes we can assume that legacy is just money um not everyone comes from wealth not everyone knows how to invest and save and i'm going to tell you about that as well because you are never too young to invest or save um but essentially not everyone um has money that they feel they can leave behind because before you think about death you do have to essentially think about your presence you know your present moment um so if you if you're not in that you know if you don't have those things and that's not how your circumstances are set up um i i understand why you may feel like okay this this doesn't apply to me because it's finances but pause the finances part may it may not apply to you um depending on where you are in the world i know i am in um what would be considered i don't even want to get this mixed up but basically a we wealthy country um so i understand that for me finances um is something that i can you know implement and savings and stuff but what we all do have um is a mind and a heart and the way you treat people the way you um make an impact and influence people you can leave that behind and what i want to say is this I know sometimes being young, um, whether you're a young person, young adult, transitioning like moi, um, you know, into what people would consider an adult adult. It's so funny, but yeah, like were you from 25 and upwards, but between 16 and 25, I want all of us to understand and know this. Um, yes you are learning about yourself and there's times where you feel like the whole world is against you um i felt like that um there's times where you will feel like you don't really have a voice and you want it to be heard and i get that 
there's other times that you will you're trying to figure it out and um, by the time you get to like 16 you will quickly come to learn that um, there is a lot in this world and you can easily be what's the word stifled or you can easily feel overwhelmed by everything around you so this kind of fighting nature arises within you and you want your voice to be heard you want yourself to be seen um, you feel like you've got to fight your way to get to the top. I understand and I know all of that. Um, you know, when you're starting your first job and you're young and you feel like people are just taking the mickey. Um, anyone, you know, if your name is Mickey, please. It's something we said growing up, so don't feel offended. Um, but you feel like people um, are just having you around the roundabout um, and you kind of feel like well how am I meant to carry on in this job and progress in this job if I keep quiet I'm gonna get messed around and I don't want to do too many shifts because I'm, I'm still trying to study and all that kind of stuff um, I know sometimes being a young person a young adult you can feel as though um, people forget like especially people who are older, um, they forget that they were young and they expect you to, I think sometimes they do it, I think a lot of times really, they do it without being aware that they're putting pressure um, on us and it could be that they expect a lot from you or they don't want you to, you know, become something that they consider um, is living a life that is not fruitful, it's not rich, it's living a life that um, is not the greatest basically, let's just keep it to that. But um, I get that, I also get that um, scientifically your body is just doing a whole load of madness. One day you wake up good, the next day a big spot is at the bottom of your lip Ooh. and because your lips move when you talk you know people's eyes are looking there I get it that you are in a stage where you want your bum to expand but right now it's in the it's in the medium range you know um, and you see all these celebrities and the way their leggings and their jeans are looking you want that apple bottom look I get it um, I get that you know as you're transitioning and people learning how to drive you're seeing all the guys with their car and um, you're seeing a pick up girls and you're going you know clubbing you're going here and there and you want that but right now the bus is um, your mode of transport I get it <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. Um, it's a season where you, there's just so much you are thinking, figuring out, learning. Um, and it can feel not just awkward, but as I said, very, very overwhelming. But within that, in the middle of all of that, 
you can still start to think about a legacy. I have this phrase um, <laughs> and I call it, so this is basically, it, it's, it's an emotional pension. If you don't know what a pension is, go look it up and then it will make sense when I say emotional pension. Um, I want us to invest in it. Um, even though you may not have a job and you're studying, um, you know, you've bought your first small apartment or you're in a shared accommodation like myself with one of the tiniest rooms ever, but it's still a blessing because it's your first time like properly living on your own, <laughs> adulting. Oh my gosh, the amount of times I've said that from since I've been here. I'm just adulting. Um, I get it. But with the emotional pension, I think it's important to just give some thought into not necessarily what you want because you you're getting enough of that already what's your career who you're gonna marry all this kind of stuff work on your body make sure that you get your body right now so then when you get older you can continue and all that kind of stuff um but give it some thought about what you will leave behind um i do want you to prioritize in building and focusing on your here and now and when you are ready to start investing in legacy within yourself um come back to this podcast um because uh, don't be planning for the afterlife and your now life is jigga jagger mm -mm, don't be doing that um but once you get to a place where you feel like okay I can start to just even think about legacy um, because before I started doing the practical things for legacy um, I started to think about it so at least the thoughts were just being sewn into my into my heart and um, you know I would just ask a few questions here and there from people around me and watch a few videos and just read some books here and there but in the back of my mind while legacy is being watered and while I'm thinking about it obviously um, working on my present and my everyday life and now I'm at a stage where um, for me legacy um, is something that you know I'll be investing even more into so let's just focus on the here and now and then when we get to that place, um, and that doesn't mean you have to get to an age, but when you feel okay, there's there's a level of healthy balance as a teenager. And even though you're young, you may feel like, I don't know what that is. You can do it. You actually can. Um, when you get to that kind of healthy balance-ish, um, as a teenager, as a young adult, mid-twenties, um, let's come back and carry on the conversation. But for those of us who um, are thinking about legacy and who feel like, okay, I'm, I kind of have a balance with my studies, with college and working, and, and um, even if you're not working, but just with college, with uni, um, I'm there. Talk to me, Ronnie. Yes, I will. Um, with the emotional pension, I want you to look at being mindful of your actions, being mindful 
of um, how you speak to people. Of course, there's some days where people will be doing, they'll be just acting anyhow. You know, it, it literally could be, and most times it's nothing to do with you. It's just because of what's going on with them, what their day is like. But I want you to start to be mindful of um, how you respond and communicate with people. Because in the moment, you may feel satisfaction. Um, is it gratification? Gratification and satisfaction. Um, but while you go on and live your life, that, that moment of rudeness or unkind treatment to someone, they'll remember that. Um, and can you be perfect? No. Have I had my moments? Oof. I have had my moments, of course, but that's why I am speaking about this now. Um, because I wish that someone would have told me, like, yes, you have people telling you stuff, but no one really sat me down and, you know, broke down this whole legacy mindset to me. It was just, you know, you go to church and be a good Christian, like that kind of talk, and that's it. No one really sat me down, um, but I'm trying to sit you down now and have this conversation with you. Um, people remember the way you treat them. And um, I think it's important to not just be mindful of it, but to understand that that person is a person and we all want to be treated well. Sometimes people can do, can do some horrible stuff. But remember, what is within you is the only thing you can, I don't want to say control, but yeah, it's the only thing that you can really be mindful of. Um, and how you treat someone will not just affect you, but it can also affect those around them who see that. Because as I said, we don't do life with everyone, but some people look at our lives from a distance. And I remember um, there was something that my church did. And um, I, you know, the, the camera caught a glimpse of me. Um, and some random person, I think, was it from my, my workplace? Oh, yes, I remember now. A lady from my workplace was like, oh, I saw you on this and this and this. Um, yeah, I saw you. And I was shocked because um, the lady was a nice lady, but I, I didn't know that um, she was, basically it was on this Christian thing. Yeah, I don't want to give too much detail, please, because your fingertips will get very, very itchy and start looking. Um, but she saw me and um, I was shocked because first of all um, how I look in that particular environment versus how I went to <laughs> how I went to work like how I looked very different because you just go to work um, and my workplace um, it wasn't like in a big corporate office the environment that it was in, not many people saw me. So 
me i'm just trying to get my p i'm just trying to get my money um so that that was something that was like oh okay um the good thing is by this place in my life um my consistency of how i was in in work outside of work in uni um it was the same so no one could be like she's a devil at work but an angel in this place that wasn't the case um but it made me more aware that no matter where you are someone is watching you at some stage point of your life and um I want to put a disclaimer let's not get into the whole mindset of perfectionism and you know be a robot because we 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 don't want to act or react in any particular way because people are watching us no you still have to live but we're not looking at it from the place of perfectionism we're looking at it from a place of everyday normal life um so yeah and it made me more aware of myself and um, some thoughts were going through my mind the good thing is the lady was a nice lady and i got on with her at work so there was no ooh, kind of you know vibe um but i think we had a small conversation around it and that was it um but it, it made me think when i was by myself like the location that the the particular event was filmed in versus my workplace is two different locations so this wasn't like you know going into your local tesco and you know the people on the you know the streets around you so you kind of see who's in there every now and again no this was two different locations and as i said um, I don't ever remember the lady saying she was a Christian and the thing that was I was presented on was a Christian thing so you know regardless of the faith of those around you people can still see you um, and I was thinking you know what this is true when the Bible says um, be good to those around you and the Bible says um, you know I think there's a scripture I'm not sure the, the actual scripture like the verse and stuff but i remember the phrase of it and it goes like this um let me just pull up um this is not the particular scripture but this um is similar to what i was thinking about and it gives you um a great example of what i'm talking about so philippians 2 um verses 1 to 13 um says this so if there is any encouragement in christ any comfort from love any participation in the spirit any affection and sympathy complete my joy by being of the same mind having the same love being in full accordance and of one no full accord and of one mind do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also the interest of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. And then it goes on and on and on. Um, but I'll stop it there. Um, 
and basically with that scripture um there is a big emphasis of being mindful of your actions being mindful of how you treat others and i was thinking with the lady at work um what if what just what if we had intense rivalry against each other and she's seen me in this place on um this particular thing um and she knows that i go there like what if she saw me how would that have turned out and the answer is i don't know because the way i conducted myself at work with her and the other staff members um was out of kindness was that perfect no but out of kindness and you know when we had a brief conversation about what it was and, and why i did it um the thing that she saw me on it finished there and that's all it was and i you know the piece of me understanding you know what god's word is true um me being intentional about how i treat people at work um in this moment it's it's shown itself and there's no fear there's no anxiousness of feeling like now that she knows i'm walking on eggshells and now that she knows i have to try and be something else or dress a certain way i just kept on being myself um and it made me happy to know that you know i i personally did not know where this thing was going to show itself and again i don't think that lady was a christian so i would have never put two and two together and assumed she would have seen it um and when i did it oh my gosh cuz yeah things re replay so i did it some years before actually yeah i did it some years before so this is this when i was at this workplace now this is some years later so i completely forgot about this um and i just felt at peace and i know that sometimes especially as teenagers you may not come from the best backgrounds and some of the reasons why you are angry and why you're frustrated and why you lash out or why you're not kind in your words to people is because of your home environment and can i tell you this i get it i don't want to say for a moment yeah but let's move on i want to tell you i get it um myself i've dealt with a lot of anger like even my counselor could see oh my gosh um and that came from various different places but it was hard because at moments i was really sweet and kind but then other moments i was just so angry as a young person um and i know that you have your reasons too i know some of you may not the areas that you're living in it it may not be it may be an area where <laughs> There's a lot going on at night. You know, you're regularly hearing police sirens. Um, the fear and anxiety that's within you that you don't even recognize, but it triggers you and therefore you feel angry, but actually it's fear and anxiety. Um, I get it. And I think me asking you to think about legacy will actually start to help 
see the funny thing is this legacy is for the afterlife um in in the way i'm presenting it in this podcast but also as well because you start to prepare and think about what you will leave behind it actually helps your present and i can say this that those of you um who come from various different backgrounds um it will start to help you and make you become self-aware and think about how you're living your life now so don't just see legacy as something that is just for when you have passed away but also see it as something that will start to shape your mindset um because there's so many things with that but yeah i I get that those of you who come from different backgrounds it is something where you're just trying to survive you know um i do want to just speak about this a bit because sometimes um it's not spoken about as christians we sometimes look from you know look at people who may have come from more of what is considered society steady homes a two-parent homes but i know there is there's my friends out there there's people i know who come from whether it's a single parent home or who come from a particular area that um your parents are worried, your friends are worried about you going out certain times of, of night and I want to speak to everyone and you are included here. I want you to start to learn about investment. I want you to start to take care of your health. Um, I want you to know that you can live the best life that God has for you. Um, so can we all together, those of us who growing up in the sweet countryside, grew up on council estate, grew up in an area that had a mix of both. Um, can we all together learn about legacy? Can we all start to think about what we're leaving behind? And for those of you who, you can say, oh, all right, Ronnie, um, I like what you're saying and I, I feel like I'm you know I'm working on my character um, but I don't really understand but I, I have money to leave behind and that's good that you have money to leave behind but let's continue to go back and focus on that character um, because I can tell you this speaking to people who um, coming towards the end of life and I me, I, I like to hear stories so I can not just learn and grow, but I like stories. Um, so just listening to people's life and I'm asking them some crucial questions about what they learned or what they experienced or, you know, what was your best time in this and what was your, your hardest experience. And some of the things that people are telling me is not necessarily about their money but about them doing life with people and yes there definitely is a place to learn about investments and that i'm gonna touch on more um later on but let's start first with our character our actions towards people and everything else we can then branch out and focus on and with legacy, I want you to know that um, try and 
ignore this whole fast, fast pace, microwavable um, mindset that it's just been taught to people. Like, let's try and and you see the thing is, I I remember people saying to me. Um, it was a compliment, but I didn't take it like that at the time. But now that I'm more mature and I understand, it was a compliment saying like I'm, I'm more old fashioned, um, you know. But I want you to look at maybe what you consider old fashioned. Let's think about society without a microwave. Let's think about society without technology, and let's focus on us, you, the here and now. And I think when you look at it like that you're able to then slow down before you put a nasty comment on the internet. You're able to slow down before you just post a picture of yourself that you don't feel comfortable with, but because every other girl is doing it, every other guy is doing it, then you do it. I want you to slow down um, in throwing all your money away slow down in trying to make up you know all this money by overworking yourself i've done that before i've done that um been in a place of studying and overworking you know i remember one time when i think it was my left foot my ankle swole um because i was on my feet for some you know i must have done in that time i was doing heavy double shifts and um, anybody who knows double double hey the way you go home food and remember me someone who enjoys to eat food mm -mm. you don't even recognize the fridge is straight to bed even if you brush your teeth it's a blessing and me I'm about self-care and all that type of stuff but I'm telling you even if you brush your teeth when you're working hard it's a blessing um, but my foot swole up and um, the, obviously the unhealthy mindset I was in, I was actually proud of myself because I felt like as a young woman, I can tell people like, yeah, I work hard and I've got the evidence to prove it. Um, and I just felt God convict me and be like, that, no. What if you lose that leg? Like, obviously the swelling did not lead to all of that. Um, but that was the thoughts that was presented to me. What if you lose that leg? Is it worth then the evidence? Is it worth then this this needing of over over hustling and grinding? Now don't get me wrong, um, I've always had a, a, an entrepreneurial mindset from young, and I, I think I partly get that from my dad um, of wanting to have my own thing, establish my own thing. So you're not talking to someone who is like. I don't understand all of that. No, I'm, I'm currently reading one of Dave Ramsey's books about investments. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, I, I go to courses, I do um, events, or I think in American terms they're called seminars or stuff like that. I do all of that. Like, I'm, as I said, my, my head is a massive library. I'm about gaining that knowledge. I'm about being diligent with the life I have been given but equally so there is a place of rest in terms of and i know when your mind thinks about rest you're probably going straight to stopping no i'm talking about 
how can I express it? Because it's something within you, but I'm sure you'll be able to understand. Um, within you, you know when you're doing too much. That's where I'm trying to come from. Um, but yeah, and when my foot swelled up, um, and I was convicted with those thoughts, and I, I kind of felt like, you know what, yeah, I don't know why I thought it was cute to have my foot swell up. I actually had to end up taking a day off of work. I, um, I took a picture so that the manager could see it. Well, I showed him after I went to work, but he was happy with my work and all that kind of stuff. So he was like, yeah, that's fine. I understand. Um, I was doing a lot of shifts and it was fine, but I had to take the day off. Um, so what I thought was benefiting me by overworking myself, it ended up not being what I thought. And um, when I took my day off of rest, you know, God blessed me to later on actually have more shifts than I had in the first place. Um, so I ended up making more money and I had a day off of rest. Um, but the lesson I was learning from that was... It's good to make the money, but look after yourself. But anyway, I divert. Well, it's connected, but still. Legacy, let's come back onto it. Um, what you may not understand and what you may not recognise is, um, it, it depends on where you are. You may be a Christian listening to this, or you may not be a Christian. Um, I believe that the life we are given, we are to learn from people. Our lives are meant to touch shoulder to shoulder and we are meant to um, do life together as a global, as a human race. And legacy for me is when you have brushed shoulder to shoulder with someone, what will they remember about you? Um, I don't know, for me, it's kind of something magical when I think about legacy. And I think about being able to look at some of the greatest people in history and just seeing how they left their mark on this earth. And they will never know. Like, they will actually never know how much we respect them. And you may say, well, why should I care? I'm going to be dead. I'm speaking again from a biblical perspective and the Bible says that everything we do on earth will be recorded, written, wrote, stored up in heaven. Everything we do, God will see and record it. And when we come to meet him, when we die and we're standing in his presence and we have to give an account for the life we live, all these things that we have done, the good, the bad, the ugly, the fantastic, everything will be presented um, side by side with us. And um, he will see the, the life that we have lived. So for me, legacy doesn't stop when you die, it just carries on. Um, so that's why I do think legacy is important. Obviously, I, I, I understand that this is, this is whether you believe in life after death. Um, but even people who are not Christian and some of the people who, you know, um, I'm learning certain specific things from who are not Christian, they even speak about this. 
as as human beings we can all recognize that honestly legacy is something i see it as a kind gift left to humanity because some people um made an impact in this world they have helped me to embrace certain things and areas about myself before like you know before i was even born like they died but me learning about their lives as i grew up has impacted me and they're dead and i want you to do the same for those around you i'm sure you can honestly say that some of the reasons why you may have confidence in whether your physical appearance or your career path or the way you think is because you've seen other people push through trials and, and barriers um, and they've embraced those areas and it gives you the confidence to know that you can do it that's legacy because some of these people you will never meet and as i said some of them are already dead before you were even born but that's legacy and I want you to understand that um, it's, look at it from the analogy of a baton. We all have to keep it on. We all have to keep it, like passing it on. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes there is certain selfish habits and mindsets that influence us from society. And it can be like, you know, let me just get to the top. Let me just, you know, live my best life and give all my kindness just to my friends. And I get sometimes that is out of a place of insecurity and fears. Hence why we may feel more comfortable to just kind of, you know, financially bless those in our close circle. You know, those who are close in proximity. Or sometimes we feel like because the world can be so spiteful towards people who are kind and loving we don't want to show our love to everyone um so we don't get hurt and i want you to know this um you don't have to try and be perfect in all of those areas i get that there is boundaries i get that there is just being mindful of what you take in and who's around you but I'm sure you can honestly know and, and, and feel that there is something you can depart in this world and for it to reach many people. Um, there's something you can leave behind. Like, know this, perfectionism is not the aim, but consistency is. So even times where you get scared, get fearful of showing your kindness, your love, or you have given money to someone and they've wasted it, you know, that you feel like they've wasted it. You keep giving, you keep loving because it's not about, you don't have control of what people do, but you can be mindful of what you do and the peace that you will have, the, the, the gratification, satisfaction that you will have um, will be so beautiful. And um, you know that regardless of how people live their lives, the way you live your life will leave a good mark on this earth. Remember this, you only have one life to live, so live it well. Live it well and for those of us who are young adults, um, young people, 
in our mid-twenties, you don't know how many years you have on this earth. So make an impact at the age and stage that you are at. And just briefly talking about um, the two funerals that I went to, one of them was a young woman, so she was under the age of 25. And the way the line, the, like how long this line was to speak about this young woman blew my mind because I assumed that you had to be in your midlife, so your 40s, your 50s, for so many people to speak about you because, you know, technically you haven't lived that long. So what kind of impact will you make? But she made an impact. And I even remember my interactions with her. She made an impact and she was kind. That's, that's the word. Whenever I think about her, that's the first word that I attach. I don't look at her faults and her failures. The first thing I think about her is kindness. What's the first word someone will think about you at your funeral? Like, it's all fair and well saying, well, I'm not going to be here, but why do you want to leave people on this earth feeling broken and damaged and not caring? If you can look at someone and wipe their tears and say to them, I'll teach you how to invest, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you how to um, get in shape. Or even if you don't say it like that, but you allow them to be around you and they learn from you. They don't ever have to give you the praise or the glory in front of your face. But I tell you this, going to that funeral, I don't think that girl knew, that young woman knew, how many people she impacted. I actually don't think she knew. Because I remember even discussing with some of the people there, we didn't actually really know how much of an impact she made because we were saying, look how many people's here and wow, did you see how long it was for them to go around and pass the mic to each and every person? So yeah, you have one life to live and live it well. Um, I think I'm going to do a part two because I really want to speak about stuff like investments, health, um, so this, you, this episode, this part one, um, let's look at it of like emotional legacy. Um, so yeah. We should do this again. Well, you know where to find me.